Chin up it. Yeah. Just to say, like, you know, I mean, I read them through myself. It was great fun the other day, Wednesday, yesterday. I read it through myself because I just did every different accent for every character. It was having a great time. <laughs> Two hour long script for uh-huh. reading it. All what, the stage directions were Irish. What was your my page thing? Yet? Were you doing surrealism with in realism in Greek theatre? No, I was doing meta theatre in Greek theatre. Meta theatre, yeah. So, because yeah, my mum was asking. Because like, so the thing was like trying to get me see how meta theatre affects. Uh, classical Greek tragedy and the book that coined the term metaphor mm. links it back to tragedy failed attempts at tragedy from renaissance okay. so like Hamlet mm-hmm. as a tragedy doesn't work according to this guy Okay, but because it's got this whole play within a play element and all the actors all the characters in it are either an actor or a dramatist during the script Yeah. so like Hamlet and uh, Colonius and Polonius uh, all create this um play that we watch mm-hmm. while we're watching a play mm-hmm. and that's where it comes from but right. then the whole thing about Greek theatre kind of does that as well and discusses societal issues Okay. but my thing, my meta theatre mm-hmm. was all about I take that mm-hmm. and then I direct it to an audience to give it relevance into a modern society and mm-hmm. that was my whole sort of golden thread if you like that to yeah. push on yeah. which is quite interesting to do and I just said that about 17 times during my favorite <laughs> statement to make sure that's the point so did you take anything that you learned from uh, the show Fraser? no I, no. I didn't do any no. of my own work I quoted my script that I wrote for the thing quite a lot but mm. never did I do a different show that I'd done mm. I quoted I said that it came from Mouthpiece because oh. that uses metatheater to critique class divides yeah. So I just did that, but in was it Prometheus, was it you or was it? Um, I've forgotten her name. Layla. Layla. Uh, well, yeah, was it your Layla that didn't like the meta theatre at the end? Yeah, it was you. Yeah. I thought it was too on the nose, mm-hmm. but my one probably turned out a bit on the nose because <laughs> it had to at the yeah. end of the day. I mean, the fucking character just turned to the audience and go, <laughs> "See that? Yeah, that's what we're here to say things against." Yeah. It was uh, awesome. some mouthpiece was like a whole thing about classifying like um, poverty porn basically. Yeah. And um, in the like last like twenty minutes or ten, 10 minutes of that, it turns out that uh, like her play that she's written on the guy that she's written it about, uh, we're the audience watching that play. All right. And it worked a hell of a lot better. Uh, the first time I saw it then when we saw it because most of the it was on the preview run and most of the audience were um, upper middle class uh, like 60 plus people and they were just sitting there at the end just going like yes yes that was that was very good I really enjoyed that and I was just like that, that's that's you though yeah. <laughs> the whole point is it, you <laughs> yeah it was interestingly enough about cultural appropriation in a different sense yeah um, but you get the right audience and then they go oh what a good message that's good that poor boy his story we took well done well done and then they'll go next week and see something that does that thing yeah. and be like oh that was brilliant yeah. but they're fucking they're all idiots they don't really know what they're talking about they're not all idiots but a lot of them are they're all the ones that are like oh yes bravo bravo it's shit though no it's brilliant it's done by David Gregg yeah but David Gregg's shit mate like after Gregory's girl he did fuck all good like, 
So, Jim, I don't in, have a clue what you're talking about. In, in, in the words of Cage Elephant, slightly manipulated, track it or weave it. Oh, is that, have you been recording this whole time? Yeah. Well, not, not the whole time, but some of it. We need to do uh, the intro for round two first. Well, now, now we do. Round two. Track it or weave it. All right, my friend. So my first track for round two is called Too Sick to Pray by the Alabama Three, or Alabama Three. Without the the three am Alabama the no just <laughs> Alabama three <laughs> didn't need the the Alabama three Alabama three llama three llamas walk into a bar and say do I do some music and you go no but I'm in a band called Alabama three and I've done a song called Too Sick to Pray which Jim's now about to talk about where's the punchline well I mean there's no punchline because you can't play music in pubs anymore. Uh. Anyway, so the song I went for is called Too Sick to Pray by Alabama 3. Alabama are a blues band for this song. But they have <laughs> for, for this particular song. For this song, I would categorise it as blues. Mm. I think that's fair to say. But I've, I looked up a bunch of other genres, and they include, for the rest of their output, Trip Hop, Acid House, Electrona, Electrona, Electronica, Acid Jazz, and Dance Rock. So you have a wide... Very uh, eclectic. eclectic mix. Yeah. Oh, oh jinx. Well, this oh, is... I've got too many things in my hands. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the next note, is that they are eclectic like Primal Scream. Now, oh, high five. Introduced <laughs> Liam... Well, well, Liam, why don't we listen to um, Primal Scream a couple of weeks ago when we did it, and he didn't, didn't quite wow you, but this band, very much like Primal Scream, have a huge, diff- like, a huge range of songs. Uh, blues... Blues and rock tends to be the the kind of groundwork, but they also have, as I say, all these songs that have all these other genres in about them. <laughs> so this very this, well said. Thanks. So this song is from the album "The Last Train to Nashville," I believe. Hopefully, I haven't got that wrong. Uh, but then this is this album is basically an album of other songs that they've done, but just in different styles. This one is a very stripped down. Meat and potatoes version of the song. <laughs> Where does it feel? Meat and potatoes, that was good. Is that not a euphemism? No. A uh, euphemism? Meat and, meat, and yeah. two, meat and two veg is what you're thinking of. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. No, like, meat and potato, that's actually a, uh, a line of stone from Mark Mode, a film reviewer. He, he, he talks about like films that are basically like, like by the numbers, he calls them like meat and potatoes films. Mm. So. Anyway, I feel like I've really got violently off track, what I mean. So, so this, <laughs> violently this, off track. So this song is taken from The Last Train to Nashville, which, as I say, is just a very stripped-down version of other songs that are released mm-hmm. on other albums. The other al- the album this song comes from is called Hits, Hits and Exit Wounds, is the original album, and it has a lot of those other elements of the genres that I talked about. It's a much fuller sound. There's a lot more electronic elements to it, and there's... Um, what you call it when you take th- samples? There's like samples from films and other songs, and a lot of lot of things going on in the other versions. I don't know which versions are the originals or not. I am a huge fan of this band, but don't know any of the facts. Anyway, so we'll just get down to this song, shall we? <laughs> so this song has a fantastic feel. It's got a great slide guitar accompanying the picking, the picking guitar, which I think just gives it this very lovely atmosphere to it and the guy's voice has a gravely lived in quality to it which is something I want to talk about so there's certain singers uh, Johnny Cash is a big one 
and Merle Haggard, a lot of kind of country singers have these this quality to their voice that sounds like they've you know, they've been through stuff and when when you talk about a character in a song, you know, because a lot of times you write songs that aren't about your own experience but you'll create stories and things and when you have these certain voices to add to it that they feel like they breathe life into whoever the character of the song is and I feel like this guy has that quality mm-hmm. to him that lived in quality uh, the idea of the lyrics dot 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 one of the ideas I had for what the song is about is that it could be about a guy meditating on his life and thinking again similar to the first song about things he's done is he a good person or not and then the whole idea of not of being too sick to pray gave me this idea of you know like in, within certain religions certain rituals or things have to be followed and if you don't follow them you don't get let into heaven or you can't you know, live your afterlife or whatever it is yeah. go to hell, whatever it happens to be and so this song gave me this idea of you know like when people say if you don't have your baby baptised it'll go to hell so you think a, a baby who's done nothing wrong but isn't baptised does is it damned for that reason and absolutely like, well of course we all know that here at Junibu <laughs> baptize your kids but um, I'm not baptized <laughs> where you going to hell you're going to hell boy I've yeah. been watching Lucifer lately I'll be alright yeah, I'll be alright you might be the devil you don't know probably not the devil we know yeah. for, for the listeners uh, Duel's eyes just glowed red yes they did <laughs> so the that was on fire it's horrible <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was ah! Sorry. Hell we get it. <laughs> it is a little bit, yeah. <laughs> For Jim. Sorry, Jim. No, it's okay. So sorry. So these are the ideas that I... This was a... I'm struggling to find the words. Um, my interpretation of the lyrical content of... The, right, Liam's laughing. What is it? <laughs> sorry, I nearly cut in there. I'm struggling to find the words. I was going to say, have you looked over there? <laughs> Right, so my interpretation <laughs> of the song, one of them was that those ideas I had was if you don't follow your religion's you know, rules, does that damn you or not? Or does being a, is being a good person enough? Now again, this is just me speculating. I've got no idea if that is the case or not. Or the next line I have is, uh, does it have a great deal to do with morality in a religious context? Or is it simply an interesting area to explore lyrics stylistically? Is it just a stylistic choice? Is it just somewhere to get great lyrics to assemble? I don't know, but it's an interesting discussion. Mm -hmm. So that's what I thought about the song. And then for the rest of the history of this, um, most of you will be aware that Alabama 3 provided the title track for The Sopranos show, which is called Woke Up This Morning is the song I took from that and that's how I got into them when I was in my mid-teens like 16 and 16, 17 I got into Sopranos and then my brother told me about Alabama 3 and he introduced me to them and that sound that Alabama 3 have I think the love I had for the show and then that music then at that time has informed a great deal of my sort of musical taste ever since I think a lot of the stuff I put up has this sort of bluesy sort of dirty rock kind of feel to it I've always kind of liked that and I think that's for this reason hmm. and this week listening to this song that was the first time I really thought about it because I was like he showed me that then he showed me Black Keys 
and things like that. And I think that's where, you know, before I got properly into music, as we'll discuss in later seasons, um, before I get in, got into that, I did have this bedrock of this kind of music being a part of it and Led Zeppelin and things like that. But it was all very vague. And um, yeah, I think I've said everything. Yeah, that'll do. Man. It sounded interesting enough, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, go. I Yeah, I, I'm in the boat for this song where all I can hear is the sopranos. Because it's got, this song has that Alabama 3 sound to it. Well, it, yeah. Like I said to you earlier, that sort of, that bluesy sort of rock vibe. Mm. And yeah, what I hear is the Woke Up This Morning from Sopranos, which I love, and it does just give you that love for this track because you, it's sort of like whenever you listen to the theme song in The Sopranos, you know you're in for 50 minutes of good TV after it. So it's always that sort of, it's always a good sort of exciting thing. You know, you're about to watch like Tony Soprano in the car driving up and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an interesting song, this one though, because it's got three different elements that I'd, I'd attribute to three different bands, two of which definitely came after Alabama 3. <laughs> but because uh, like the start of the song sounds a bit similar to uh, some Reverend and the Makers songs. Way off from what you had. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Because uh, there's some Reverend in the Makers song where the lead singer does this sort of, almost sort of this low pitch singing that sort of almost sounds like he's talking throughout yeah. it. Um, particularly Black Widow's the one I thought of, but um, it might not be right because <laughs> I didn't listen to these ones. I got too caught up trying to find a good vaccine song for the lead singer of the vaccines. <laughs> I forgot to do these. Um, and then you go later on and it's got that, yeah, that almost sort of Happy Mondays trip-hop vibe to it, um, in a way. And then at the end, when it goes into this sort of lo-fi rap sort of bit, right at the end, you get a bit of Gorillaz coming through, Yeah, which is really interesting. Like, and again, Gorillaz and Revs especially came mm-hmm. later than Alabama 3. Mm-hmm. But they've got they've clearly had that influence in it. Um, other than that, like it's a great song. I love the eeriness of it. Mm-hmm. There's a certain eeriness of it that just sort of it brings you in and you're excited to hear what's going to come from it and I'm just in I think it's a cracking song man really good really cool. smooth and very cool alright really smooth and very cool <laughs> um, yeah even though I was trying not to interrupt you and obviously I did quite a bit there there was one thing that uh, I managed to stop myself from interrupting you uh, to say which was every time you said the last train in Nashville I really really wanted to shout the Nash train to Lastville. <laughs> did you write that down? I did. I did. I, after 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 the third time of stopping myself from saying that, I thought I'd write it down to tell you that I did. <laughs> the Nash train to Lastville. Yeah. So for the intro, the guitar at the start is tribute from mm. Tenacious D, mm. which obviously also probably came after this song. Oh, sorry. I need to correct myself. It's the last train to Mashville. Doesn't matter. Mash train to Lastville is also good. Volume two. <laughs> volume this two. Up. This is the, the last train to Mashville. Volume two, as in mash up. I, I imagine. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Start a song. It is literally, and I'm assuming Jack Black and all that took this probably from this, because it is. It's the same riff. A hundred percent. It's just tribute. The tone of this guy's voice is just, and I. I don't know how to describe it other than it's just fucking cool. Mm. 
until he does the little talky bit mm. and he puts on that weird kind of voice and I'm just like he kind of took me out of the song at that point I was like why are you doing that because the rest of the rest of the song is, is, is very very it was, it was really cool and very smooth mm. uh, and then it got to that point and he's just like kind of like went more nasally and he's like uh, and yeah that just took me right out but other than that it was a very, very, very fucking cool song. I really enjoyed that. Interesting. So the, there's a sort of hopped-up version of it on Hits and Exit Wounds. Mm-hmm. That's after The Last Train to Mashville. So this is the original of it. Well, there you go. By six years. Mm. All right, so, they must, so that second album... Again, I'm supposed to be the one telling you guys about this album, this band. Yeah. Like, I've listened to all of them, but obviously I've never... I've not actually looked into it. But yeah, so that... What they do is they, yeah, they build upon the... Yeah, the foundations of the original song, nice. and uh, what well, it was a it was a deliberation between the two because I cause the, other, the other one has just a lot more going on. Yeah, it's a lot more. I'm not going to lie. This on my own sort of when I find the ones on the Tuna Boot Spotify and put them onto my own Spotify, I accidentally listened to quite a few times the the one from the 2008 mm. song, um, but they're both good. I like them. I'm a yeah. fan. No, I loved it. Um, cool. Aye, perfect. Decent. Liam, give us your Benedict song. Sort of change it up. Give us your Benedict Cumber track. Nice. That's better. Yeah. And much better. I, keep, was didn't, shit. I didn't have any track puns this week. <laughs> didn't have any traction. Tracksuit. Cool. Anyway, <laughs> Shampoo Balls by Peach Pit. Yeah, man. Talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about tracks. Anyway, I love this. Andrew Tracks. As in Andrew Sachs. Mm. Andrew Tracks. Okay, sorry. Anyway, I love this. Not 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 your chat right now, it's fucking shit. But this tune is <laughs> <laughs> pretty fucking good. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> right, it's the story of someone who is still in the denial stage of the breakup that's just kind of latching on to everything that reminds them of their ex-partner um, or their ex-significant other uh, but they they know that it's wrong to keep these things but it just kind of gives them that little bit of comfort mm-hmm. I've been that guy should we all have at some point mm-hmm. however as I'm already a bit of a hoarder I have been that guy and then forgotten that I've still had those kind of things in my flat mm-hmm. and then sometimes like a year or two passes I'm just like what the fuck oh <laughs> that's an X <laughs> in the bin I binned so many things when Natalie moved in I had a wee <laughs> bag of shit that I just was like nah bin get, get rid of it <laughs> it just sits there it just sits there it does it's not like you'd look at it it's just there because you forget about it it becomes part of the furniture not that our X's are furniture because that would be bad <laughs> to say <laughs> consider yourself Ah, oh. I was going to joke. Oh, I was, was going to make a joke about stuffing one of my exes and making them into a bit of furniture. I couldn't work it out. Excellent. Carry on about the song. Right, do, Liam, go and start that all again. No, no, it's fine. It's, it's, it's been good. Pattern. It's editable. It's editable, not edible. Editable. I got that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, no, like, that, that is most of my notes. I've just realised. <laughs> <laughs> I. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I've, I've got four lines now. <laughs> so yeah so the guitar in this sounds great muted 
I really enjoyed that. I thought that kind of fitted this. It's it's almost like he's telling himself that it's okay mm. throughout, and so the the muted guitar kind of like fits in well with that. It's like, and instead of the like the kind of like instead of like, it could easily be a song where it's like the guitar's thrashing about, and it could easily just be like an angry kind of song, but it's not. And then you combine with the muted guitar with the uh, the little egg shaker that he's using for percussion alongside the drums. It's just it's just very 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 well placed, and that's all my notes. So if you guys could please do a lot more than that. Well, unfortunately, mate, I have very little to say about this. Song. <laughs> yeah, I think it's fine. Like it, it's I want to really like it, mm. but I'm just stuck to liking it, mm. and it's not really doing that much. It's catchy and it's enjoyable. And the guitar in the last chorus is really good. Mm-hmm. I particularly enjoyed that. It's got a nice wee build to it. Mm. But there is just that bit that I just want... I don't know, I just want that bit more to make it excellent. Oh, I've been hit by the same thing that I, I see you guys all the time. But shat I... myself just then. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck is going on there. But yeah. Christ. Like, <laughs> yeah, I have... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I wasn't looking at him and it's, I was like, what the fuck are you right? Like, I thought a sniper had got him. Yeah, at the, end of the, at the end of the day, I, I like it. It's mm. a good song, but it's just, it's sort of like a filler in an album almost. Mm. In this in ter- Even in terms of this playlist, which I think has quite a few cracking songs in it, mm. it's just a, like that one. Where it's like, it's good, mm. but there's ju- it just needs to be I don't know I get what you mean I like that they haven't went for the angry sort of guitar and all that because that would not fit but you, it just you know what, you know what? I, 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 you know what I can I agree with you though because I think that angry guitar maybe in that last chorus mm-hmm. would have benefited a lot yeah if there was just that one little extra step up like moving because obviously mm-hmm. you do move through the five stages yeah like having that little kind of muted way, uh, muted thing all the way through and then getting the little kind of angriness yeah. at the end like you do through a breakup. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I have to say on yeah, it. Yeah, no, absolutely, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty much the same. I got, I got indie rock. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> the Did you, Jim? Did you get indie rock? <laughs> I'm going to leave as soon as this is done. If he's going to be like this the whole night, I'm not dealing with that. Right? So the notes I got were that it's cute and honest very pleasing and chilled Tame Impala feel I got from it mm-hmm. yeah I get that yeah. you know it's like yep. a very watered down kind of version of that not incredibly substantial If but if you give in to the delicacy of it if it would be brilliant and by that I think I mean like if you were in the right place mm-hmm. in the right in the right place you know if you were emotionally at that right stage it would really help but yeah I basically echo everything Dougal said I enjoyed it I didn't, didn't hear it at all really didn't like it but there was just not a lot yeah, no, no, I, I reckon Dougal's kind of like banging nail on the head. Like, if in that last chorus, if they had done that little thrashy bit, that could have solidified the song. But yeah. I think this would be, it would benefit from hearing the whole album mm. to see its place within the album. Potentially, yeah. Because I, cause I think Dougal, uh, you were saying it does feel like it's like a wee bit of filler. I think it, it, like, I think within the album, it probably works incredibly well, but just as a standalone tune, it doesn't have the same oomph, oof. Yeah. But I, but I enjoyed it though. I really liked it. I liked all the elements yeah, of it. Two seconds. Yeah. My dad's calling me. Figure out. Do you open the window and have a fan? Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, man. I don't want to. Like, I know, but I can, I, can, I, can, I can feel you getting into your really annoying stage, which might actually work out well for the night because I'm going to fuck off. <laughs> Let you get all your system and I'll see you tomorrow when you're rough. 
I'm just feeling hyper. That's what it is. Hyper today. No, it's fine. No, it's done wrong with that. It's just like can you get into that full mode? There's no way of getting around you. It's like a bully, <laughs> but you're not bullying us. But you like a bully, you know. You try to reason with a bully. Yeah. Like you'll make a joke about your mum. He's like, oh, your mum's really fit, and you go, yeah, what? What? You watch my mum? And you back in two seconds, guys. Okay, okay. And then they'll go, yeah, well, yeah, I've shagged my mum loads of times, and you go, oh, have you? Yeah, well, she said you were shit. Yeah, no, but I was actually really good, and you're like. I've got nowhere to go I don't know <laughs> it's kind of like that there's nothing I can say that'll stop you and we're recording again woo woo go on Dougal what you got for us uh, so my track this week is called Beetle by uh, Run River North um, this is a band that used to be called Monsters Come Home at one point doubt you'll be familiar with Monsters Come Home but it was an interesting fact they're an American Korean band which is quite a cool sort of Influence. The unfortunate thing about it is I hear no Korean influence in the song that I picked anyway and in the album that I listened to I didn't hear much of the Korean side coming through. Kind of like uh, when I put up um, the Dutch band the, no not Dutch oh, yeah, Chef, Chef Special Chef, Chef Special yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah it's interesting anyway they like this, this band are now only a three piece they had a lot more people and they've sort of had heaps of departures through it um, but I quite like them. Uh, I had another one of their songs originally, and then went, "This isn't doing enough for me." Like it didn't have that final up that I wanted it to have. Mm-hmm. So I started listening to their album and really enjoyed it. And then I found this song because it has this sort of grandness to it, and I sort of attribute that to Monsters of Men. Mm-hmm. It's got that similar sound to it, which is just like this grand sound coming out. It's like it engulfs you almost. Well, what were they called again? Monsters of Men. No, no, no. They this band originally. Uh, uh, monsters come home <laughs> there you go <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love it I love the gu- the guitar and the vocals in the opening and then they drive towards this big choral movement sort of thing in the chorus and then you've got the strings you guys are welcome know you love a B know you love a wee string don't worry I've got it <laughs> um, and I think it complements the music really well then it gets to the point where you just want to dance a bit and enjoy yourself to it like it's got that bit of a bop to it and I just have a good time with it. Um, it's good music, man, at the end of the day. And I have a good time. I tried to look about what this song was about. And the only thing I could find is maybe it's a bit about dreaming you are a beetle. But <laughs> that but was... Like um, Metamorphosis. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do, yeah. do, do, do you mean the band or the insect? The insect. Oh, okay. Um, but that's all I've got. I like this music. <laughs> I like the song. I like the band. What do you guys want to say about it? No, to you, mate. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, loving the violins, getting the little, the, their little trills on. Mm-hmm. Uh, love the... Trills. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. Fancy. Yeah. <laughs> if, uh, if the listeners don't know, I used to play uh, a lot of instruments, but I've forgotten how to play them now because I stopped practicing. Um, love that on the, the rim of the snare. Mm-hmm. Um, followed by the cello and the snare coming in and building up to the, uh, for the chorus that was fucking awesome uh, like structurally this song is fucking ace um, the song is filled with those movements that keep tricking you into thinking that it's about to do like the big crowd thing that we've talked about before mm-hmm. and then it keeps pulling it back um, but when it finally hits it hits fucking hard right and th- this song was written for a gig crowd Gwen Stefani <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do I 
elaborate on that. <laughs> this song was written for a gig crowd. Gwen Stefani, wink, wink. <laughs> is that a reference to a Gwen Stefani song? I have no idea what he's doing there. Th- this is the joke I was telling you about. Oh, right. Yeah. Christ. Well, we don't get it. The, the, this song was written for a gig crowd, no doubt. <laughs> oh. I mean, doesn't that make you want to just stop doing this podcast? I'm almost no, crying. Fact, no, no, one, no. It's worse than that because he told us that a joke was coming, <laughs> and that was it. He built it up. Jesus, Liam, I love you, but that oh, I feel kind of empty. After that. I'm just gonna sidetrack your Gwen Stefani pretty much instantly but yeah you're right it's got that gig thing and (laughs) that last bit where it builds that's what I wanted from one of their other songs that doesn't do that Mm -hmm. and when I found this song and it did that I was like yeah there you go this is the one in sorted next yeah it's fucking ace Um, decent alright yeah so folk rock yeah yep (laughs) again (laughs) uh, very enjoyable great voice and it all sounded lovely and well put together the strings between the verses and chorus is great and it carries on through and that's just lovely initially this song felt like a very by the numbers folk rock tune now what I meant by that is I feel like I've heard this yeah. a lot it feels like a th- something we've listened to time and time again not within the podcast necessarily but just in general well, probably this week at least yeah <laughs> folk rock it just it felt like I wasn't you know, it just felt like I felt like I've heard this before. It just didn't really kind of judge me the first time I listened to it. But then when I listened to it again, I found that there's a lot of intricacies within it that are fun to listen to. There's also a lot going on in the way they. I, I don't want to just say the way phrase put it all together, but I'm gonna the way they put it all together. You know, the instruments and stuff. As a structure. <laughs> structure. That's a, that that would be a word to use. Like the way, the way it's structured and all. That, I was so a word that I together. used. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, it's fine. Hijack it. And then the last minute raises the stakes a bit and that a cappella part just fucking nails it, brings it on home, and it's a lovely tune. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Enjoyed it very much. Good, I'm glad. Um, so, round three, what are we going for? Well, I'll go run, 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 I'll go run River North for me. Aye, Gwen Stefani. Gotta not just vote my one, just just for my, just for me. It's not gonna win the whole week. Just well, thanks, guys, for Run River North. Oh, for um, sake. I would I would have went for your one, Jim. Yeah, well, same as the last one as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, but there you go. I'm I'm all right to win it. This, yeah, this, well, it looks like you're gonna, don't it? Um, yeah. Thanks, guys. Get the no, get the ukulele out. Let's do round three. Alison Bree. We, Will you marry me? I cut out what Nash. Jim said about her last week. <laughs> if Alison Brie and Kate Nash both want to marry me. <laughs> Did, do you remember what uh, Jim was saying about Alison Brie? I can't. Well, both of these were saying about Alison Brie, to be honest. Because it got cut out. <laughs> did we do a second one? Yeah, I made sure we did. Because okay. mind you didn't, and then I said, mm-hmm. you second need to do the one. U. Uh, second. Oh, we did, yeah. Okay. Round three. Round three. Whatever you may be. Right, Jim, take us away for round three. Oh, I've got another one. Tracula, what are you saying? Love it. Tracula. Tracula's nice. good. Nice. Yes, okay. 
So for my first pick of round three this week, I went for Down to the Bottom by Dorothy. Now, the genres I have for her are blues rock, retro rock, and punk blues. Happy with that? Mm-hmm. So my first note for this song is it's just filthy, isn't it? I fucking love it. I love myself a bit of dirty rock, the heavy... Um, other bands I had <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of men that I couldn't remember and I still can't remember now love it I am a friend of Dorothy's are you? I'm a big fan yes that was my one written joke a, f- a friend I'm a friend of Dorothy's I'm a friend of Dorothy's What's that she is my friend so saying a friend of Dorothy's saying that you're gay I'm not gay but I'm, like, it's yeah. a joke that I'm saying I'm a friend of Dorothy's as in I'm a fan of Dorothy's but I've used the word friend to insinuate that I'm gay but I'm not so I'm not sure if the joke actually works but it's a joke I wrote down and I now have said it and explained it to you homophobia is so not cool no it's not <laughs> no but the, the song is from the IT crowd when they go and see Gay the Musical right yeah, no, cause yeah. I, that's what I was asking like what's that from but yeah, yeah that's, that's what where you'll know it from though. it's a common turn phrase Anyway. Well, there we go. I learn something new every day. Absolutely. So, <laughs> I'll go back to the start. First note is, it's just filthy, isn't it? I absolutely love it. Uh, nothing much to the music. There's not a whole lot going on. It's just a sort of steady, deep rock kind of beat. And it's just really her singing that is doing the heavy lifting for the song. There isn't a lot going on. And it's a song built on tone and delivery. That's what it is. Supply and deliver. That's all it is. And yeah. that's all my notes. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, my first note is grungy and grungy as fuck dirty guitars. Yeah. So I get what you're saying with like that dirty rock. I fucking love it. I looked into this band a bit and I looked into them speaking about what they do. And they, I can't remember, I should have fucking wrote it down or something like that, eh? but I didn't. And they basically just said, we want to go back. We want to do like this classic rock, your ACDCs, your Zeppelins and that sort of thing. That's what we want to do. And you get that. It's sort of like classic rock for a modern audience almost. Mm. Um, I got some female Zeppelin vibes from her voice as well, which I fucking loved. Um, Or early Taylor Momsen from Pretty Reckless. I got that as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, but it's it's just such a catchy tune, man. It makes you want to bang. You just want to headbang like the whole way yeah. through. You just want to go for it. Um, I love it, and yeah, like you say, her voice does the heavy lifting. It's really sort of deep and sultry almost, but it's really, really cool. Yeah, you get the, like, you get the sense that she could sing like a lovely little acoustic ballad. Yeah, just as well, but with this, she's just mm. yeah, going for it. But man, like my last note is, is a, it's a really good one, and I'm glad I know it exists. Yeah, I'm really happy to get this song in my life. So thank you. Yeah, again, I've not got much to say about this, but I don't think we particularly need to say too much. No, um, just listen to it, obviously. Uh, yeah, I'm a very big fan of the Pretty Reckless, so this is right up my street. Yeah. Um, but I think the main thing is it's got that female-fronted hard rock that we're in desperate need of. Mm-hmm. Like, there needs to be more of that, mm-hmm. and this one fucking nails it. Yeah. It's to the point, nay fucking about, banger. Mm. Much like our notes on it. Absolutely. Yeah. Move on. Liam. Cool. Uh, right, so I'm going to say the name of this in every single way that I tried to, because I didn't check the pronunciation for it. So you've either got 
ot, so the first two words are o2, and then you got artifice. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, well, I'm going to keep going. Okay. Artifice. No. Artifice. No. Artifice. No. Artifice. It's artifice, isn't it? In the morning. How's your artifice? Artifice. What? Artifice. Artifice. You said that already, I'm sure. No, it was artifice. Artifice. Yeah. Well, uh, low inf- uh, inflection on the, the E there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so should I just continue or should I just stop now? Just not keep going. No, keep going. Just a couple more. Uh, Arte Fasia. Definitely not. No. <laughs> Arte Fasia. Are you getting that? <laughs> I don't know. What I'm... vowels are? Because they act in a very different way to how you're speaking. Okay, well, I've got one more. Arts. That's my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to Arts. By Samya. Also, could Samia? be could be Samya. Could Samia? be Samya. Could be Samia. Could Samia? be a Samch. No. <laughs> Samya. Anyway, again, like uh, like I said about my, my first track this week, it's got uh, this this track's got a little vintage feel to it. Yes. I think the guitar, particularly in this one kind of gives it that, that, that kind of vintage feel and also the bit you know where vocals are slightly manipulated a wee bit mm-hmm. I think that's what kind of gave me this feeling but it's it's, it's proper 60s sounding mm-hmm. yep 100% her tone is fucking phenomenal uh, she slides up and down these notes first of all in her normal register and then in her falsetto, uh, falsetto and then also down to those low notes that she does like that one time I think uh, with such ease that it's fucking mental and I'm just like how can one well it was the same with a um, movie in my mind mm-hmm. yeah it's she, she's got a musical voice like like she just goes up and down like it's absolutely fucking nothing which is awesome it's just it's just it is just awesome and then when she switches it up in the outro from her chest voice to her head voice it gives it that like proper like sweet ending, and also just slightly after that, it's also got a, a little Arctic Monkeys kind of guitar ending as well. Never thought about it, but I suppose so. I can give you that. Yeah, I never yeah. thought about it either. Tough to listen to it again. Just that that last few notes is just kind of mm. gives it a wee little Arctic Monkeys kind of outro. Um, what's the song in particular? The one that I like to cover. Oh, can I look it up very quickly? Yes, you can. Yeah. Interrupt music. Wow. Did I expect that? Do I do another one? Yeah. Interrupt music. Only one who knows. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yes, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. Hundred percent. That mm. sliding. Yeah. Oh, but it just goes on for days. Art monkeys are good. <laughs> I've got a lot to say about them. <laughs> but yes. All right. Well, I'll go first since um, I've got very, very nothing to say. I went for indie rock, but I don't feel that that quite covers it. Mm. But it's good enough for the genre. Fantastic voice in my notes are basically everything you said. It sounds like six days rock, six days French rock. 
more specific. Oh, mm-hmm. So if you remember that Sylvie Vartan track I put up a couple That's of weeks ago. exactly what I got off of it for yeah. a bit, yeah. Ace. I just felt those vibes, but like a more sort of mm. modern production on it. That's exactly what I felt the whole time. And then my last notes are, the guitars are doing fantastic things, mm-hmm. alluding to what you just said. Loved it. And that'll do me. Fucking amazing tune, mate. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. So, yeah, very cool show vibes throughout I got. And I'll give you Sylvia Burton. I thought that. Didn't write it down, but I did think that. Um, then I got a wee bit of Dodie in there, maybe. Yep. And also a bit of Kareem Bailey Ray. Yeah. As well, coming through. Don't know who that is. I'll give you that. Uh, yeah, girl, absolutely. put your record on. Girl, put your oh, record right, okay. on. Also, uh, fly like a bird, fly yeah. away. Um, and I do like her. I love it. But I have a wee butt. <gasps> I have a wee butt to this. Oh, and it's just something. Dougal's got a wee butt. <laughs> a little butt. It's juicy though, so it's yeah, fine. Okay, feel for it. So, at, at the end of each line during the chorus, she does this little vibrate thing with her voice, mm-hmm. and it sort of goes up. And it's worse when she ends her thing, her um, verses with an E sound to it. Mm-hmm. It's like me. And it just sort of goes up into this sort of semi falsetto. Yeah. And it would be fine mm-hmm. for one, but she does it every time. Mm-hmm. And when I, it was one of those things that when I found it, I couldn't stop hearing it. Yeah. So, like, I love this, and it would never be like, that's not something that would make me go, boot this fucking tune, obviously, because I yeah. love it still. And I love her, I really do. Mm-hmm. But there was just this one thing, and as soon as I heard it and picked it out, I went, oh man that's getting to me like just that little bit and it's almost like if she did it a couple of times brilliant because she's got a phenomenal voice like you said yeah. can't take away from that whatsoever there was just this little bit in it that just made me go oh no yeah that's there and I've heard it now and I can't stop hearing it yeah but for over the entire track probably one second of the whole thing did that Nothing that took away from it because it's a fantastic song and I really liked it. And like the first couple of times I listened to it, I was totally in. And then I listened to that one time too much and started like and found that and went, yeah. no. But like that's I, again, you can't take away from her voice. You can't take away from the song. It's fucking fantastic. It's a really good tune. There is just that one bit in it that just made me go, oh no. And if you guys listen to it again and can hear it. It's just like, it's almost like, it's fine, but there's that one time too many that it happens. Mm-hmm. So that it's like, oh no, here we go again, sort of thing. But, mm-hmm. well, I never know, I, I can't say I remember. It, but no, I mean, no, I, I, I noticed remember. that as well, and that's something that I like to pick up on as well. Like, I hate the little, um, I don't know what it is though, it's, it's, it's like a slide at the end of a note, at the end of a yeah. sentence as well. Not, yeah. not a sentence, uh, is it called a sentence when you're saying? A line. A line, yeah, yeah. The the end of the line, end of the note, and you just go, because uh, there, there's someone I was I was listening to earlier, and I can't remember who she was, and that was the only thing that bugged me about her song, was just like the... Uh, yeah. yeah. That inflection at the end. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what that's what happens here. But again, it, it, like, it can bug you, and you can, like... And there was one time I listened through this song where I was like, oh this is just getting and then I stopped yeah. it and went hold on right this is like one second of a perfectly good song yeah give it credit where credit's due it's mm. a really fucking good song yeah but there was just that one bit 
I, I wonder if it's like if it's like because I probably noticed it slightly less than you, and I wonder if it's because I picked the song and I like the song mm-hmm. that I probably mm-hmm. noticed it less than you. Well, well there is that, but at the end of the day, it's a bloody good song, and I really enjoyed it. Like, can't take away from that. So yeah. Yes. No, awesome. I'm really interested to listen to more of what she does. I want yeah, to find yeah, out yeah. if she does that more. And if she doesn't, yeah. then I'll be happy. If she does, mm. then I really won't like her by the end of the <laughs> <dead> album. <laughs> Calling her up. Don't rhyme me with he, please. <laughs> Never again. No, absolutely. Divatron uh, 3000, take us home. So, the last track of uh, this episode is King Princess with a song called Ohio. Um... I first listened to this song ages ago. This is the only song from this round that I had, like, from way back when we started doing this fucking uh, playlist, back in the before the podcast playlist. I wrote it down, and I totally forgot about it. And then I listened to it again, and I was like, you know what, this is cool, this is fine. I love her voice, it's sort of husky and deep, and then it crackles a wee bit, and it's really sort of, like, it's nice and it's good and then the track explodes and you come into this sort of almost these dirty guitar sort of sounds at the back of it and it just goes a bit mental and it's everything you want from a song like this that is sort of flowing along and you just want that little up to come into it and when I heard that I remember exactly walking just into Seafield where you'll see like the Edinburgh Cat and Dog Home and this bit and the bit where the guitar just goes a bit you hear this sort of little crackling of the drums and the bass has sort of given you a wee tease of it before and then these drums come in and then it just goes and you're just like I was in the right mood at that exact point to just go this is this is exactly what I need at this point and I went fucking yes and it's just good she's amazing the singer in it and it's just sort of this vibrant mental shit going on is what I've written down which I quite like don't remember writing down that and it sort of becomes this tale of two songs a bit like there's been a couple of ones I think the Tessa Violet one you put on the alternative mm. tune I had that where it was like I thought I was listening to a different song Yeah. But I think this one less does I thought I was listening to a different song and more does sort of a song of two halves Yeah. where you batter into this thing and it's just brilliant instrumentalism in there and her voice and the sort of gruffness and the sort of you know what she's saying but you don't and there's just this lovely fucking amazing thing in there it gave me it just gave me the mad socks off vibe and I'm loving it mm-hmm. um, and then I found out the girl's only fucking 21 years old and I went holy shit <laughs> this is amazing for a 21 year old if I was 21 and I could do shit like that I, there's no doubt I'd be sitting here doing this with you guys like, <laughs> I'd be doing shit like she's doing like, this Ali is- watch out <laughs> Diggle's going for someone younger <laughs> it's just it's ex- It's an excellent song that's that's bad um, it's sorry just, I'll cut that it's funny. an excellent song and I was I was so happy to find it again and go yeah no, I, I must have had a good taste back when I found this. So, yeah, <laughs> what do you guys think? Right, so, I got... Well, I found one genre, which was left-field pop. Alright. It's the first time I've ever seen that. So I noted that, that down. And then indie rock. Yeah. Again. Um, my first note was Kinks Vibes, mm. in question mark. So, you know that Trust Your Heart song I put up? Mm-hmm. Like, the, the initial guitar gave me that kind of mm-hmm. vibe. But I put that in 
well, we question mark because I thought okay, we discussed that. Actually, it's not really that important. Fantastic husky voice, great sound to the guitar, very layered and deep music. There's so much fucking going on in that. It's 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 just fucking fucking phenomenal. And then with that raspy voice, it's great. Then it builds and lands on another level. That part you were talking about where it changes and it becomes something else. Then I got Lana Del Rey in the middle eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, do that. Yeah. Middle eight is the right. I don't know if that's what I meant, but anyway, there's a part where she's it's just her singing. Mm, the music's yeah. like subdued and sort of pushed down, and she's just getting that husky Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey. Lana. Is that not like almost right at the end that she has that? Bit? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. When it calms down. No, it's just, just outside Edinburgh. It's making a Del Rey joke. <laughs> move past it. So, yeah, so I was getting a lot of that kind of vibe throughout, throughout it, but very rock and roll throughout. Mm-hmm. Again, then hefty guitar licks. It's a fucking belter. Right down my. St- <clears throat> hefty guitar licks. It's a fucking belter. Right down my street and in the next postcode. Diggle's done a slam dunk this week and I am sick of it. Um, cool. yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I'm really sick of it. I don't even know why I'm here. I don't know why I'm here. Um, right, yeah, so again, the hard rock. This is slightly harder rock. It's fucking amazing. Um, would it would it get into the cafe? What? Hard Rock Cafe. Oh yeah. yeah. See, that was, <laughs> see, that was a Liam joke. That was a Liam joke. That was a Liam joke. Put back at you. So what do you think about that? Think twice. I love you. If I'd said it, it would be funny. No, it wouldn't. It still wouldn't be. Funny. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking here it's annoying I'm people, talking it's, here it's annoying when people insert stupid jokes and put you off your track while you're in the middle isn't it so instrumentally this was fucking really awesome it's really fucking annoying <laughs> this wasn't is it? really fucking I mean it, it, it is I don't I don't I don't I don't carry on sorry I'm, oh I'm, so he gets a pass and I don't you I don't give you a pass as well sometimes Diggle's fine with it because I'm I'm basically arse licking right now yeah well I know that <laughs> instrumentally this is fucking awesome guitars and drums are absolutely on point by their fucking ace her voice is awesome Pros- uh, what I've written here is her voice is awesome proper husky right interestingly though you know that thing that you were talking about uh, the um, my, my artist mm-hmm. your artist does it a hell of a lot worse mm. like her her um, her inflections and what, what I've written here is her little whine when she's going up Oh, and they yeah, yeah. It's, it's a hell of a lot. It's a hell of a lot more noticeable in this song mm-hmm. than in the other one, which was the the only reason that I was going to pick Jim's one for this round because I thought they were very very similar songs and they hit that kind of like hard rock kind of like that hard rock kind of vibe, and I was almost there because the husky voice kind of swung me over, and then she did that, and I was like, mm, oh no. <laughs> That was interesting. I, th- I thought I thought you were disappointed. <laughs> no, I was thinking. That's no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, it just it totally threw me off. I just wasn't what was wanting there. However, again, the guitars and drums were fucking awesome. Hmm. I oh, did, you're 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 hmm, just throwing me. No, it's, no, it's just, it's, no, it's just no, it's just I didn't get any of that. I just really liked it. No, no, no. It's it's, it's an awesome song, but that 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 whine. Was I got riled up there when me and you 
were shouting at each other. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad song in any kind of stretch. It was just that that sound because uh, again, it's something that just doesn't click with me. So yeah. Just pissed off. Don't that stop I did doing it. that. Stop <laughs> doing that. No, that's that's. You wrote it afterwards. That's like. Why well, don't I? I don't. Hmm. <laughs> I, I I actually I actually um, deleted a little bit because I was a lot harsher. <laughs> yeah, and then no, he, that, 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 these are where my hums are coming from. Yeah, no, no, no. I was I deleted a little bit because I was a lot harsher, and then you said it about mine. And I was just like, no, it's fine to say that. I don't need to be that harsh. <laughs> It's alright, it's such a small part, it's an insignificant part yeah. of the song at the end of the day. Like I I it's the same with your I never noticed that as being annoying. I know what you're the bit you're meaning, yeah. but that doesn't annoy me. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's, like, it's a personal thing as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, this is fucking And also sometimes right people does that and then if it senses anyway. I do. So, so it might just be yeah. a thing that he likes? Yeah. No, 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 it I, is. I, I I was very Is it? A little bit. Sorry, yeah, no, I was I was very harsh in my critique of it. Like, <laughs> I, I, I wrote down some brutal stuff, and then you said it a lot nicer, and I was just like, well, but I did actually enjoy the song, so I'm going to take that bit. <laughs> oh, fair well, enough. What would you yeah. think overall? Yeah, no, no, overall, I, I, I do, I do think it was a very good song, and I, again, I think the the hard rock part of it hit harder than your song, mm-hmm. but vocals wise, I think your song resonated more with me. Well, that's interesting, because I would have thought opposite. Well, there you go. Well, it's time to vote on what these three tunes. What you right, well, for? I would have voted for uh, King Princess myself. Man, I would have voted for yours. Dorothy. I would have voted for Dorothy as well, so I'm going to give it to Dorothy. There you go, I've got one. I am a friend of Dorothy. Yes. You might say. <laughs> well, so you get some laugh when he says it. <laughs> You're a fucking treatment. Right, okay, go on then. Let's end the episode. All right, so we have Heather's Remember When, uh, River Run North, Beetle, and Dorothy down to the bottom. Who are we choosing for our fave? Well, I'm going to go Dorothy because I want one. <laughs> I want a win. I don't give a fuck. I'm that petty. You know what? You know what? Do go next. No, I have two tracks in there. You go next. You go next? No, uh, you, you go got next. you got two tracks in it, so, uh, yeah. You go next. Don't. You go next. You go, go next. Go on. You go next. Well, you got to pick out. You got to pick out your two tracks plus gems. No, I'm going for gems. I love Dorothy. Yeah, I'm going for awesome. gems as well. Yeah. Is it a clean sweep for Jim? It's a clean sweep for Jimmy. Well, it's not. It's because I didn't. Pick. No, I'm loving it. Yay! Jim, <laughs> <laughs> you have three votes from your song. No, but the clean sweep was like one artist. Like one uh, it's it's clean sweep in this round. Yeah, well, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I feel Jim. Jim, you win. I know, I'm just feeling very vindicated and happy right now, thank you. <laughs> you should, because man, this was a week from you. Oh, God. Like, and as much but, as... But, but to be honest with you, when I heard that last song, the Princess song, I thought that was going to nail it. I, I thought there was no competition. Oh, yeah, no, I, think, no, no. I think Liam's wrong, personally. No, 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 the vocals bugged me, like, to no end. See, but... And that, then, that was on the first listen, as well. And actually, I, I thought that was going to nail it. I th- it's I, a, I thought a yeah, very good song. No, because for a fucking twenty-one-year-old doing it's that fucking shit. awesome. They don't try to bring facts into this. He's <laughs> no, fucking doing Jimmy it. Has it was smuggled the, the his fact, way in. The, the Jimmy's fact, got one for the first time. He's now got the, fa- oh, the fact. The fact was the, for the, the first the, time since the start of season two. Man. The the second Still time was the last time you had one. Yeah, that's because I do the playlist. <laughs> I know which. The, the second time that I listened to these, I got very confused between both your tracks. And I listened to Jim's, and I was just like, 
Oh, there was no wine. That's so right. no wine, even though a lot of wine for me still means I nailed it. Thank you very much. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Thank you to everyone who listened. Liam, do you want to tell our listeners what to do? Uh, right, don't don't lick any surfaces, but please like our. Um, okay, right. One sec. <laughs> don't lick any surfaces. Right, right. Give me a second because <laughs> I was leaving. Did I honestly win this week? That's ridiculous. Right. I love it. Don't lick any surfaces, but please like the surface of the subscribe button because uh, you know you know that would really help us. Uh, but yeah, you don't want to lick anything because just in case you get corona, because people can cough on things, and you know like you know you might get a fever and a cough and die. Right, do you, I, do you, I'm, I'm floundering here. I'm fly, like, right. call call me the Little Mermaid. <laughs> Fuck off. Right. Uh, I'm so sad to go miss that one. <laughs> right, well, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. If you could, as always, like us on Facebook and Instagram and uh, subscribe to the show. But if not, just download them, listen to them. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Dougal. Thanks for listening. Um, it's been a good week. Yeah. I'd like, if you, I mean, we didn't do an album recommendation oh, this al- week. Album recommendation. Um, but I'd like to. Oh no, what JJ Pistolet probably. Well, no, no, I, I would say like totally like you've done this before. Biffy Quiro's celebration at ending a hundred percent. But we can't put that in because it's not an album we've done. No, I would no, say no, 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 I would no. say the album that the that Heather's did was a good album to listen to. But that's just no. Me. But with album of the week, it doesn't have to be someone we chose. Because be something that yeah, came up. Jim, oh, although Jim's Biffy campaign in this. Although <laughs> Biff, Biffy did not come up whatsoever. But if you know, if you like music, listen to Biffy's latest. Well, album, but if you know, I'll, I'll well, why don't we all submit one okay. each from each of our things? So I'll go the last train to Mashville, volume two from Alabama three. I need to figure out what the fuck the album's called. Give me a second. Well, I, 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 along with my one, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna see uh, Samia or Samya or Samya, Samaya, Samaya, uh, as long as she doesn't sing the word E. Yeah, it, that 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 album. Or that that artist, to be honest, uh, because uh, I'm very interested to listen to the rest of her stuff. Also, Biffy's Celebration Endings, because it's the best album I've heard in years. And also, Pulp Different Class, one of the greatest albums ever. That is so, true, yeah. Yeah, for my, for my picks, <laughs> for my picks uh, Heather's Here Not There is a fucking fantastic album. Do I just chuck in another one as well that's not relevant to this, please? Because we, we've both done that. No, stick okay. to the format. Cool. I'm uh, a stickler for the rules, if nothing else goes. Dougal suggests. What does Dougal suggest? Don't put words in my fucking mouth, right? Dougal suggests not putting words in his mouth. Dougal, Dougal suggests BDI's first album. Oh Christ! <laughs> Do I? <laughs> I? Must have been really high when I suggested that. <laughs> no, right. Um, yeah, wave cool. of mutilation. Pixies, good album. Yeah, absolutely. Album. Right. You You've been. I have been Dougal. I've been William, and I'll always be Jim. Love you. Night. Bye. Bye. Where are you going? Need a piss. Or the dwarfs win. (laughs) That's obviously staged. Uh. (laughs) Should I boot? Skish, skish, (laughs) belush, motherfuckers.